Hi there, and welcome to part two of this special episode of the ADHD Adult UK podcast. As always, I'm joined by perfectly spherically headed co-founder of ADHD Adult UK, Alex Connor. Hi, Alex. Chin chin. Chin chin. Chin, yeah, yeah, yes, chin, 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 fucking chin, brilliant, and, and, and to you our, too, and obviously our special guest, the amazing Mickey Beans O'Brien. How are you doing, Mickey? Hello, I'm good. Thank you for having me back for part two. It's absolutely, it's absolutely a pleasure. Now I know against all better advice, I'm going to let Alex um, continue the conversation. <laughs> Thanks. I just want to remind everybody that we are the ADHD Adult UK podcast, as James has said, and you can access that on all of, um, you can get it from Ask Jeeves, you can get it from Hotmail, you can get it from all of the, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's Spotify, everybody's just using Spotify. Or, or if you want some help or conversation, go to at ADHD Adult UK on Instagram or Twitter, or all those sorts of things, or on our website to get resources and help. And if you want to read evidence-based articles on all things adult ADHD, go to the world's best and also only online magazine specifically for adult ADHD, which is focusmag.uk. Mickey, welcome back. I haven't seen you for what feels like an eternity. <laughs> last, <laughs> last time we spoke to you, you were telling us about, about how it led up to you being uh, the keyboardist for LaRue and the Taurian and lots and lots of other things and life now with with ADHD medicated mm. during lockdown and, and also life before mm-hmm. so there's that bit in the middle that's what I want to ask you about today and it's that the d word diagnosis mm. can you tell us about it why did you seek one how did you find the process what the hell happened to you well basically I was in a long-term relationship 10 years it was my first ever boyfriend from the age of 21 till 31 and we broke up and now I know a lot of the problems were my undiagnosed ADHD and I actually went to my doctor in 2012 um, because before you know my mum had died in 2000 and like so my my doctors were always saying it was related to that or that you know I had an eating disorder and it was nothing to do with like I don't know what it was it was just it wasn't anything that I could think of specifically but I went to him saying like something's not right and people were telling me even back then like you know that I have I didn't really know what it was I thought it was children and all that sort of thing um and I was never really told that no you haven't got ADHD you're in a band and you know you drink and you go out and it's thought that that's just being in a band and I was like no it's not because it's I don't do that you know on purpose well it was just strange and um I kept going back and back and back and then I had another relationship which broke down because of that and I went back again and I was like look there's something really wrong here it's not to do with anything else it's there's something not quite right and in 2017 I finally got to see um, a doctor doctor at the GP surgery and she said I have ADHD um but you know to go on to now which I know is like the titration bit I uh, saw so I had diagnosis but in 2017 led on my way no information no not even a bloody but actually sorry before I had another ADHD appointment but I didn't turn up at it I, I was I didn't I couldn't get to the actual appointment um and I had nothing and then in that period of my life I wasn't around very nice people that were 
because I, I, I do a lot for other people as in I just want to I like helping out people but I was around such weird people that kind of they saw my vulnerability and almost couldn't believe that I was opening myself out so much for people to take advantage of and you know anyway I was thinking it was going to be 18 months but then 18 months passed still no help and I was thinking I'm going to make myself sick if I have to continue like this you know like uh, they call me up saying do you still want to um, be on the ADHD waiting list for uh, medication and I was like and can, can, I, can I ask Mickey was this after GP but before your very first psychiatrist conversation no sorry this is, after after the, this is after the psychiatrist one yeah that was 2017 right. Mm. So just to remind people, if you want to watch uh, or listen to our diagnosis podcast, um, mm. you can find it where you get your podcasts. And, and the GP said, I think you've got ADHD, but they're not allowed to diagnose in the UK. So it was the psychiatrist that had to formally say, yes, you have adult ADHD. And this then is, you have to wait the, for titration. Wow. Yeah. So this is the bit I get confused. So basically, it, the psychiatrist was at the GP surgery in 2017. Mm. But I went to my GP loads of times before that. But it was that that period between diagnosis and titration which is at St Pancras but that was the one where they sent me off they happened to just do it at my GP surgery that bit you know where they told me I had it but they yeah. had said it was 18 months um oh at, at the time I was thinking of going private but I had a personal um illness and, and death in the family and all my money went into looking out for him and so I couldn't put any money into to ADHD when it's a life um life-threatening thing do you know what I mean I put all of my money in that so I couldn't afford it and um 18 months went into three years and I remember sitting here one night and 2019 was probably the worst year of my entire life it just escalated with such horrible people in my life and um just because I was batting people off in a weird way I lived at night didn't go out in the daytime I wasn't I was going to be sick. I was going to be ill, really badly ill from just my way of trying to cope with undiagnosed ADHD. And I just had this moment of like, I'm so bloody desperate. I thought, what would my mum do? And she always was writing off letters. So I wrote to Emily Thornbury. And I also, on the same email, wrote to two people. And I think one of them you mentioned, Alex, he, they were like two of their head of ADHD in like, in like England and the world, and I put yeah. them in the email as well. As Emily Thornberry. Wow! And um, and uh, Emily Thornberry was your MP, right? She's my MP. Yeah. Right, um, okay. And so I this so is desperate. this is this is actually quite timely. We've been contacted today by one of our followers who's who's shared a text they got when they their GPS to refer them, and the text just says there are no adult ADHD services in this area. So we've said to them, contact your MP. We've helped them write a letter. So if anybody's listening and you get that type of response, please get in touch and we'll help you formulate a letter to contact your MP. This is too important to be left to uh, a GP or a CCG, no. a cl clinical commissioning group, to say there's just no services. You have to do more. Yeah. We'll help I tell you. you what, I could not, I could not agree with you more. And do you know what the one thing was that was annoying me? was like people will always tell you to use the right sort of semantics when you really want something from the GP. <laughs> and I'm like, why yeah. do you have, it's like when you leave, you're, you're trying to get a better deal on your mobile phone. You have to say, I'm going yeah. to leave until they come up with the goods that they've always had all the time. 
And I hate that because I just want people to take me honestly. Yeah. And if I say something, I mean it. I'm not one of those people that whine and whinge about and This is so important. So if Emily Thornberry hadn't got back to me, I don't even know if I'd be sitting here talking to you guys today, if I'm completely honest with you. And what did she say? Lockdown. She was just, well, my email was so honest. Like it was almost embarrassingly honest, but I got, I had nothing to lose. And I was just explaining like my history and who I am as a person. And I was like, I'm not a bad person, but I have to do this to survive. And I have to do this. Da, da, da. And she just immediately wrote back. And I thought it would be like her assistant. Um, yeah. And it worked. She just was so, I didn't even think that she would write back. I yeah. think it was just me exploring all my options. And two months later, it was New Year's Eve 2019. I couldn't believe it. New Year's Eve, what a way to start the new year. They went, we'd like to welcome you to uh, your first sort of uh, ADHD at St Pancras on the 27th of January and I could not wait I could not wait for that day it was the day before my mum's birthday as well and I was just like woo um and I was you know you were saying in podcast two about not taking medication I could yeah. not wait because I knew that no. something was so wrong with me <laughs> that yeah. I needed something you know so yeah I completely get that. And also, your story is so familiar to James and me. So many adults are diagnosed with something else. I, well, I was diagnosed with bipolar, depression. Mm. Uh, people are, are diagnosed with anxiety. I mean, this is before you even think about comorbidities. I mean, just straight mm. adult ADHD, mm. what you get diagnosed with before. And I knew it was all wrong, but I didn't know what was right at the time. Mm. It feels like when you realise what it was, that then mm. and with some help, you were taken mm. seriously. I, I think that's really important. Jake, James, you have a question, I think. Yeah, I, I do. So you've, you've, you've covered this a little bit by saying that not much happened. But what? so after that point of diagnosis, so you've, mm. you've now got this kind of label, if you want to call mm. it that, or this mm. reason for what for mm. why you are what you are, kind of mm. what happened next? How supportive were you? What were your next steps? Or like many of us, were you just cast out into the world to try and emotionally deal with this, no, this new no. you? This is why this is why I think that all the bad things that have happened to me were for a reason because the person that I've met in St Pancras Hospital from the moment I walked in at 9:30 has just become the most amazing person ever. He is so supportive. He listens to me. He gets me. He's the only person in my life that I've got that I can be completely honest with, but also he's kind to me. He's nice and like he doesn't he doesn't put me down like in the sense of like yeah. he knows that um he's like but that's not a you're not being a bad person you know he's just so understanding yeah. and he's and I ha and I have to say I went off into the world happy because I knew there was somebody who who I'm not going to be misunderstood anymore and he's helped me with other things like how to get rid of n not very nice people and things like that and it's just I can't thank that enough it was the the treatment that came the holistic is that the word sort of treatment that yeah, came with the yeah medication that's you know. that's it's really it's really nice to hear it's really rewarding to hear that because actually very few people get that so when you do hear mm. a story about somebody that gets proper kind of 360 degree support so they're not just given a label and some drugs mm. and they walk out the mm. door and then, and then what next it's lovely to hear that you're supported in the next section alex is going to ask a little bit of question about what life is like now Okay, everybody, welcome back to our ADHD Adult UK podcast 
special edition. This is like part two of part two. It's the last bit with our special guest, Mickey O'Beans, Brian O'Brien. <laughs> it's all very confusing. It's my version of the Adult ADHD UK. That isn't our name. So, <laughs> Brian, <laughs> from the Beads of Boom Boogaloo radio show, which we absolutely love. Right. Hi, Mickey. Let's get back into it. My, my question now is, it's the positive thing, right? Mm-hmm. How is life now? You are diagnosed and you are treated, even though you're going through a treatment journey, as James loves to call it. How are you? What, what's, how is it like? What's it like? You know what? I am in the best place I've ever been in my Brilliant. life. I have to say Excellent. that since my, since my mum died and became ill, like so from the end of secondary school, it's the best place I've been in my life, just health-wise, calmness wise knowing having good friends around me um knowing like i got over the bit of like thinking shit i'm too old now and my life no no it's not like i'm just thankful for what i've managed to do undiagnosed and as graham my guy says think what you can do now you know um but i i have so my, my relate at home it's great because I look after my dad he's old and I like I can properly I, I don't do his nothing because he just looks at me like a whirlwind running around and I do things for him I support my brother um and I've got lovely people got rid of all of the idiots out of my life um well apart from James <laughs> the thing is though I'm just so I'm collected now and I've got my, my home is lovely and I've done it up nice and I just feel like at peace finally, but I've got a lot to do, but I'm not, and I do have really bad days, which I think is a lot to do with my hormones more than anything, if I'm honest with you, but um, I do really look forward to life now. And, um, and so wonderful. Yeah, it is. It, it sounds like that thing that we always, James and I always talk about, which is the, the, the chance to not just be treated, but to be to manage ADHD to a point of emotionally accepting that you have it. Yes. It never goes away, does it? It's, you're always no. going to be like that, but it's no. about acceptance. My, my worst bit about the emotional side, like, you know, I, I with me, I like things to have an, a reason. Like I, I wanted a diagnosis because I wanted to know what was wrong. But my problem I have is getting rid of the way I've been treated in the past. That's something I've got to deal with myself, but it's just people who knew about it and didn't help and it's just it was it's a weird thing I've had I came across that a lot and I need to that's the one thing I need to put to bed a bit more because it crops up when little things are reminding me and it's quite distressing to think like how god how badly I uh, how can you do that to somebody do you know what I mean but um but but that aside, that's that's only more about being let down by people that you're very close to or that you you think you have your best interests. But that aside, everything else is great. <laughs> that's, so, that's, yeah. that's that's brilliant. It's wonderful to hear. So Thank we you. we are obviously as an organisation trying our hardest in a very ham-fisted and half-assed way to change things because obviously mm. the landscape for adults with ADHD in the UK is fucking shit. Mm. So. If you could make one change to how, as a society, we approach ADHD, what would it be? As a society? Yeah. Read up about it and do research (laughs) before you even have any aspersions. Read up all about it from the side of view of people who have it. Because... 
that is the way I want people to do because I cannot stand when I meet somebody and they'll have some kind of preconception or they'll say they understand and then they'll do something that's completely yeah. the opposite. And oh yeah, I and all it takes is if you're a good friend about somebody. I've had people friends who have been diagnosed with cancer. I've had friends that have been diagnosed with diabetes or mental serious depression, and I've read up about it to see. How, what does this mean? How does this help? That was just my own singular thing. So if we all do little bits together, ch change can happen. And it's a bit more about just being understood, not misunderstood and bullied or I, things like it's, that. It's so true. And it's such a powerful thing, actually, that, that education is a big part of what is needed. And that's at every level. That's mm. even, teach, even teachers working with children that have mm. ADHD, mm. Employ, employers understanding how to better work or support mm -hmm. their, their employees mm -hmm. so they can be effective. And clearly lots of healthcare professionals who we're not we're not bashing they do an incredible job mm. but they haven't had the training and education so yeah. they can properly support people with adhd so i think that's a really that's a really noble aspiration actually that if everybody just understood a bit more about but, this thing that could affect up to five percent of adults potentially well, when huge. i say about reading up though i don't want people to think i'm asking you to go through journals and journals and journals <laughs> you all you have basic. to do is there's so many memes and quick fire things and like your instagram is focusmag.uk yes <laughs> but but you get memes from people that just say yeah. look this is what you think and this is how it is yeah um and it takes set 10 minutes aside if you've got somebody that you is a good friend just do that and it helps it makes me feel i can talk to you guys easily and you know on camera or off when you're arranging something because i know you'll understand yeah what my thought process is and that takes and that, so much off my mind you know it's it's so important alex and i both coach people with adhd mm. and actually it's so important when you know that somebody understand genuinely understands the disorder mm -hmm. and therefore if you have to cancel or if you haven't done something you don't mm -hmm. have the fear of oh god i'm going to let them down they're going to mm -hmm. think i'm useless because they know they mm -hmm. yeah, I, I absolutely i absolutely um accept that right we're, we're it's almost time for us to wrap up so i've got Aww. one one last question. I know it's sad, isn't it? But we'll, we'll have you back on at some point, and hopefully, we'll be back on the beans on Boogaloo as well. So, is, 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 there anything you're doing, is there anything you're doing at the minute that you'd like to to talk about or promote? Obviously, you do the beans on Boogaloo show on Boogaloo Radio, which is Mondays on BoogalooRadio.com at noon. Is there anything else you'd like to tell us about? Uh, well, I am actually in the process of. Well, it hasn't actually been com completely confirmed, so I can't really say what it is, but um. Um, scoring um, a short film as part of a group of short films for oh, a wow. certain sort of little project that's going on. Um, and I'm also working on my own material, finally, because I have, like, so much of it, and um, I have to do something with it because I, I can't be, like, one of those posthumous geniuses. <laughs> <laughs> I want I would actually... I want to get all the freebies, mate. Well, I'm still prepping me. Well, that's brilliant. So it sounds like it sounds like there's going to be a lot coming out from from the uh, from the desk of Mickey, yeah. as Alex well, said. Oh, beans, Brian. I just want to get mate. over the fact of being older now, and I just think. But then I think a lot of my work, I wouldn't be able to do it if I was didn't yeah. have all of my lived experiences. So I just have to do a CR and wear my hair over my face. <laughs> 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 and on on that bombshell we <laughs> we are going to wrap up this episode two of our 
Mickey O'Brien, takeover of the ADHD Adult UK. Thank you for, so much for being a guest and sharing yes. your experiences and thoughts, Mickey. Thank you for having me. And I hope anyone sort of can relate to something, even if it's the cat shit on the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> Which was I don't which was the high point of my career, I think, actually, <laughs> hearing about a cat shitting in an actual human toilet. Wait till you see the pictures. Pictures incredible. Or it didn't happen, but yeah. I'm, I'm disappointed there weren't as many uh, impressions of accents in the second half. I wanted the Russian hamster and Elizabeth Taylor, but I didn't get either of them. I don't know what a Russian hamster is. Right, if, 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 if any of the issues we talked about, such as Russian hamsters and shitting cats, effectively, <laughs> come and talk to us. ADHD Adult UK on our website, on the Instagrams or on Twitter at ADHD Adult UK. You do not need to be diagnosed with it. You don't even need to have it. You can just have symptoms or be interested or come and chat with us. You've got tips for us instead of, oh, I need help uh, feelings. If you want to actually give us tips, (laughs) come come and talk to us. We will talk to anybody about adult ADHD or any level of it. Thank you, James. Thank you, Mickey. And see you you. next time. See everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.